the frog king in olden times of wishing still helped one there lived the king whose daughters were all beautiful the youngest was so beautiful that the sun itself which had been so much as astonished whenever it shone in her face close by the king's castle lay a great dark forest under old lime tree in the forest was a well when the day was very warm the king's child went out in the forest sat down by the side of a cool fountain when she was dull she took a golden ball and threw it up high and caught it this ball was her favourite plaything now it so happened that on one occasion the princess golden ball did not fall into the little hand which is holding up for it but on the ground beyond and rolled straight into the water the king's daughter followed it with her eyes but it vanished and the well was deep so deep the bottom could not be seen on this she began to cry and cry louder and louder and could not be comforted as thus lamented some one said to her what ails thee king's daughter thou weepest so that even a stone would show pity she looked around on the side from whence the voice came and saw a frog stretching forth his thick ugly head from the water oh wrong wood water splasher is it thou she said i am weeping for my golden ball with fallen into the well be quiet and do not weep answered the frog i can help thee but what wit thou give me to bring thy plaything up again whatever thou wilt have dear frog she said my clothes my pearls and jewels even the golden crown which i am wearing the frog answered i do not care for thy clothes or pearls and jewels or thy golden crown if thou wilt love me and let me be thy companion playfellow and sit by thee at thy little table and eat off thy little golden plate and drink out of thy little cup and sleep in thy little bed thou wilt promise me this i will go down below and bring the golden ball back up again oh yes she said she i promise thee all thou wishest if thou wilt but bring me thy ball back again she ever thought how the silly frog does talk he lives in the water with the other frogs and croaks he can be no companion to any human being frog when he received this promise put his head in the water and sank down and in a short while came swimming up again with a ball in his mouth and threw it up it on the grass the king's daughter was delighted to see a pretty plaything once more picked it up ran away with it wait wait said the frog take me with thee i can't run as thou canst but what did it avail him to scream and croak croak over as loudly as he could she did not listen to it but ran home and soon forgot the poor frog who was forced to go back into his well again next day when the quick she had seated herself at the table with the king and all the courtiers was leaving from her little golden plate something came creeping splish 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 splash at the marble staircase when it had got to the top it knocked on the door and cried princess and princess open the door for me she ran to see who was outside but when she opened the door they sat the frog in front of it then she slammed the door to it in great haste sat down to dinner again I was quite frightened the king saw plainly that the heart was beating violently and said my child what are thou so afraid of is there perchance a giant outside who wants to carry thee away 
Oh, no, replied she. It is not a no giant, but a disgusting frog. What does a frog want with thee? Oh, dear father, yesterday as I was in the forest sitting by the well, playing my golden ball, fell in the water. Because I cried, so the frog brought it out again for me. Because I did so assist. I promised him he should be my companion. I never thought he'd be able to come out of his water. Now he's outside there, wants to come in to me. Meantime, it knocked a second on and cried, Princess, young princess, open the door for me. Does not not know what thou saidest to me. Yesterday, by the cold waters of the fountain, Princess, young princess, open the door for me. Then the king said, The king, what which thou hast promised must now perform. Go and let him in. She went and opened the door. Frog hopped in and followed her step by step to the chair. And she sat and cried, Lift me up beside thee. She lay until the last the king commanded them to do it. The frog was once in the chair. He wanted to be on the table. When she was on the table, he said, Now push the little golden plate nearer to me that we should eat together. He did this, but it was, it was easy to see. She did not want to do it willingly. Frog enjoyed what he ate. Almost every mouthful she took, choked her. At length, she said, I must have eaten and I'm satisfied. I'm tired and carry me to thy little bedroom. Make thee little silken bed ready. And we will both lie down and go to sleep. King Daughter began to cry. She was afraid of the cold frog, which she did not like to touch. Which she was now to sleep, a pretty clean little bed. The king grew angry and said, he who helped thee when thou went in trouble brought not afterwards be despised by thee. So she took hold of the frog, the two fingers carried him upstairs, put him in a corner. And when she was in bed, he crept up, crept to her and said, I'm tired, I want to sleep as well as they know. Lift me up, or I would tell thy father, as he terribly angry, and took him up and threw him with all her might against the wall. Now thou wilt be quiet, odious frog, said she. And when he fell down, no frog but king's son, beautiful kind eyes, here by my father's will, was now a dear companion. A husband, when he told her how he was enriched by a wicked witch, and how no one could have delivered him for the well herself, tomorrow he would go together into his kingdom. Then they went to sleep. The next morning, sun woke. Then a carriage came driving up with eight white horses, which had white ostrich feathers on their heads. The harass, the golden chains beyond, behind stood the young king's servant, faithful Henry. Faithful Henry had been so happy when his master changed into a frog. He caused three iron bands to be laid around his heart, lest it should bust the grief and sadness. Carriage was to conduct young, the young king to his kingdom. Faithful Henry helped with them both in, and places were behind again, as full of joy because of his deliverance. When they had driven part of the way, the king's son heard a crackling behind him, as if something had broken. He turned around and cried. Henry, the carriage is breaking. No, must is not the carriage. It's a band for my heart. Was put there by my in my greater pain when you were frog in the prison of the world. Again and once again they were in their way 
something crept. Each time the king's son brought the courage for the courage breaking, but it was only the bands which were springing with the heart of faithful Henry, because his master was fit, free, and happy.